0: Welcome to the sexy freedom media podcast a place to discuss pain passion and pursuits Yes, i want to feel alive breathe make some moves protect the throne this is sexy freedom media podcast okay welcome everybody to sexy freedom media podcast and i'm excited to share this platform with my guest today stacy price that is i (laughs) so this is really exciting me and stacy met through a facebook group and we're just kind of jumping in we really don't know much about each other i think we kind of know a, a kind of like a short little bio um but we are in the podcast group together right is it the India podcast? Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: I and... hope so. Is that is that it? <laughs> <I think yes.
0: laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Now we're Facebook friends. So
1: <laughs> Stacey,
0: you have your own podcast also, right?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Waste off podcast. Waste off Yes. And so, what's that we all about? Because
0: I kind of was reading. I actually listened to one of your podcasts. The um. I can't remember who was with a gentleman who does design fashion or something. It was good.
1: Oh yes. Um, Chris banks. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It was really interesting. I I learned a lot about the mindset of somebody that has a passion in fashion.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey bars. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, literally I, I've been, I started the podcast about like, I think it's been five or six years ago. Um, Literally, it was after reading uh, The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, and I always wanted to go into radio. Like, I don't know what it was, I just liked the aspect of communicating and learning about people that you don't necessarily know about, about, like we're doing now. And I also knew that I had a challenge that I need to work on, which is my social skills. I have, like, social anxiety, so um, I get very nervous interacting with other people. And I get really uncomfortable. So I said, how do I do something that's going to take me out of my comfort zone, but also have fun? Like what is something I could do that's going to be fun, conquer my fears and be a profession? So that's how I started Ways Podcast. And I've been learning about people, how they create, why they create, because I know for me what it is. So I'm just curious about, what it is for other people like what do they do so literally waste off podcast is a history of their stories and creativity as well as me conquering my fears
0: yeah that's pretty cool that you decided to do that when did you start your podcast
1: oh man i think it was august of 2015
0: okay so it's been a while then yeah i started mine in june 2017 so it's three years oh wow okay yeah
1: why why did you start your show
0: you know it was actually a friend's idea that's kind of how my endeavors usually start out somebody has an idea and and they say do you want to do this or we should do this and then I'm like all right sure I'll do it and then I kind of take over because I'm a very like motivated self-motivated very let's make moves kind of person I don't like to sit on things if I say I'm going to do it I do it and next thing you know it just kind of kept going so, but there's reasons now why I keep it. And one of the big reasons is because it's more like a, a time capsule. So if anything were mm. to happen to me, I know my family can always just replay my voice and listen to my point of view on things. And it's kind of like a keepsake oh, wow. for them.
1: That's a, oh, wow. I never even thought about it like that. So it's like you're leaving, yeah, that time capsule. That's really beautiful, actually.
0: Yeah. It's kind of why I do everything, to be honest. It's the, yeah. The, motive behind all my passions is, it's like a, you know, it's just like a legacy, but it's more of a, instead of an overall legacy, it's like a a purpose for those that I really love if something were to happen to me, because I know it's happened to me, and I wish the person that, you know, my brother who who left this planet early, I wish he would have had more that I could listen to and watch and just see him more.
1: I see. Wow. Okay. That's very powerful. Yeah. Legacy is so important. Um, the sure. memories that we share with people, it's, it, it almost, it, it takes a toll. Not a toll. I don't want to say a toll because it sounds like a burden, but I feel like everybody's life is like an idea or a perspective of uh, how it, like this impact, because I lost a friend um, that was my best friend. And I remember like the way I dealt with it was like, well, what did he mean to me? And it was because of all the people, I've never seen such diversity in friendship at that point in my life. And he was like a testament to that. Like when he passed, like there were so many people, all ages, shapes, sizes, all types of people, there for one man you would have thought like the president of the United States passed. Like he was such an impactful creature because of who he was. He was funny, he was charismatic. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, wow. I, I didn't know if somebody could do that in my age group at that time.
0: Oh yeah, how old was he? Just curious. What's the age that's group? a good
1: question. He, we were, cause we were a couple months apart. I think he was in his early twenties.
0: Okay, yeah, wow, It's really young. Yeah, very yeah. impactful if somebody can have that type type of turnout. Because my brother was, mm-hmm. I think, 33 or something like that. I can't even remember it was three years ago. <laughs> I guess I should oh, remember the wow. age. Okay. But he same thing. I mean, people are mm-hmm. coming from different states to see him. And I just wow. thought the same thing, you know, how how beautiful one life, just exactly how you said it, one person can make such an impact. And I kind of feel like you're listening out there and you know me i think it might happen to me too and i would hope you know i would hope just Mm. like a birthday party that my funeral would have a big turnout and a celebration as well
1: absolutely i mean i think it's it's so interesting where this show is going now um but i i feel like with our lives you never know when it is going to happen so your goal is to live your life like it's your like every day is your last and just try and not only love yourself, but to love others. You know, I I think that's really what it's about.
0: Yeah. And, and I think you said something about the anxiety. I mean, I had anxiety this morning. We went to go watch Mm. the sunrise on a mountain and Mm. there was ice all over the road. Like when I got up, I was like, yeah, let's go. But I didn't even think about that. There's snow on the mountain as we were driving up there's some vehicles pulled over because the ice. You know, you can see where people slid off the road on the ice, and it was really winding oh all the way up. Like if you fall down that the side of the mountain, you're done. So yeah. I just started getting extreme anxiety, and I have vertigo, so I started getting nauseous, and I started panicking. Oh wow! Yeah, and my boyfriend was like, "Breathe, trust me. He's lived here his whole Good. life. He can drive in that. I've never driven snow. I don't know how." So I felt anxiety and the vertigo starting to take over. And I just kept thinking, you got to listen, you have to breathe. And then when we got to the top, yeah. I was like, this was worth it. This is worth it. Everything's going to be okay. But it's kind of like that saying, do something every day that scares you. Now I know why, because it puts mm-hmm. you on check. Like my life flashed before yes. my eyes and I was thinking, well, this is it. I've lived a pretty damn good life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, true it's like well if I go today all right, all right. but you know what you're absolutely right about that anxiety I'm so glad that you have a good support system your boyfriend sounds awesome he is um because you know when when you attach to the fear it's just like you go it's like it's like a black hole like oh yeah you you looking at it and then you're like oh my god this is happening oh my god and then it, it really could take a toll on you physically, mentally. But when you center yourself, you're like, okay, all right, this is, but I love that you did it. But if you don't mind me asking, where are you? Where is there ice right now?
0: <laughs> so I'm in Casper, Wyoming right now. Holy
1: crap. That is interesting. Where are you? <laughs> I'm in New York. I'm on Long Island. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Long Island. I've been there. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get ice eventually. You're you're ahead of us.
0: Yeah the it the weather is really strange here. I'm originally from California, Arizona, and this is my first mm. winter I'm doing here. And I told him I'm okay. down to do it for the excitement, for the adventure because I've never done this kind of weather in winter before. Okay, we're kind of spoiled okay. in California and Arizona because it's not it's not a real winter. Yeah. <laughs> So what's the weather like? It's sunny. <laughs> yeah, I think they said it was 7 some of my friends were saying it was like 78 degrees yesterday I'm in deaf. Arizona. And I went running, we went running for a mile yesterday. I almost died. It was 1 mile. I couldn't breathe. It was 27 degrees or 45, I don't know. One of those, but it didn't matter. It was freezing.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I saw I saw your story. I was like, run, hell, run. <laughs> it was cold. Oh my gosh.
0: And I hate being a baby about stuff, but I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nope.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're like, uh, I'm not doing this. So wait, so is it that you guys like, just moved in together or you just moved? Or...
0: Yeah. So I did a whole podcast on it. We were, tra- or I was traveling, you know, I decided to leave Phoenix after 16 years and just packed up my stuff and decided to go. And just a lot of people were doing the same thing. It wasn't my first time doing it, but it was my first time actually moving out of phoenix completely and i just set out on a solo solo trip and did you know podcasts as i went through went to oregon uh washington saw mount st helens went camping i did a lot of great stuff yeah and then uh and then i decided to come to wyoming and meet a friend and the same night i hung out with her is where i met my boyfriend at nice
1: congrats totally (laughs) unexpected totally unexpected that is awesome yeah right now like my girlfriend's about to move in and I found it interesting because she um she used to live in Casper Wyoming no way that is <laughs> too funny. funny I was like what <laughs> what are the odds of that <laughs> yeah I, she's actually she was like downstairs, but she's gonna go back to work she's like on her lunch break right now but when I tell her I'm like yo met somebody that's in Casper Wyoming <laughs> We got to go now.
0: <laughs> I know. It is beautiful. So yeah, ask her if she, I mean, does she still have family here? That'd be cool. Came
1: not visit. Um, I don't think she has family there. I think they're probably in like New York because she moved around a lot. But I remember she said, I asked her, I was like, well, if you would live somewhere else, like for the places that you've been, where would you live? And she was like, you know, either upstate New York or Casper, Wyoming. And I was like, that's like a very random place like why (laughs) she's just like it's beautiful i'm like i want to see what you're talking about
0: (laughs) yeah i would have never expected wyoming to be as gorgeous i mean i i feel like every piece of land that i've been to has some type of character to it and beauty towards it about it but cat but but wyoming Mm. specifically it never even crossed my mind ever to come here and it Mm. just happened to happen and now I'm here and making the best of it. And we're on a little tiny ranch. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, that country that life. so cool. I know. We're so completely that opposite. I don't know if you and your girlfriend are completely opposites, but we are. And it's, it's been fun.
1: Oh, you like, well, so what is it like? He likes, uh, like, like, like open land and you're more like city.
0: Well, I'm a bit, I'm both. I was raised on both country land, like a ranch type property space in Arizona and the city life in, in California. But, but I always like to return the, to the city. So it was almost like I could just go back and forth whenever I want. But now there's, there's thousands of miles between me and that place that I love, which is Arizona. So we spent a lot of time in the open land here. And I'm just really learning how to appreciate in this stage of my life.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it it can be absolutely beautiful. As far as learning, you know, we live in the United States, but there's so much diversity in weather, people, uh, just general experience. And for me, it's like, my girlfriend did grow up on like farms and open land and things like that. Like right now, what I consider city is not where I'm at right now. Like I want a couple of acres but then, like, I've been speaking to a lot of people uh, during this, quote, unquote, pandemic. And I've been speaking to people like yourself, like other podcasters, and, like, learning about where they live. And, like, most of the people I've been interested, it's so interesting, most of the people that I've met during this time, they're on, like, open property, right? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when I tell them, like, I live on Long Island, they're like, wow, like, it must be busy. And I'm, like, thinking about it, and I'm like, right now, like, I do see a highway. Like I can look out my window and I see a highway, so I'm like. But I think this me, this is country living. Yeah. <laughs> because there's some distance, but maybe for you, you're like I don't see. Like how many miles is it between you right now and your neighbor? Uh, or is it like right next A couple to cows, it? cows away. Couple. Couple, a couple cows. 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 Okay. <laughs> if you go five cows north, there's Mrs. Jones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> got
0: it. <laughs> yeah, but it's new and, it's and I appreciate cool. it. You know, I'm appreciating the landscape. I'm such a nature person, so I love it so far. Nice. <laughs> Even the snow hasn't bothered nice. me really. I don't know how to drive in it, but it hasn't bothered me. And I get a, I have the luxury of working from home or working remotely wherever Good. I go. So I, I don't have to be really out in it if there was a storm. Good. Or something.
1: That's such a blessing. It's it's so interesting because I, I actually came from the corporate world and mm-hmm. I actually quit my job recently in August to kind of pursue pursue my podcast full time a little bit. For um, you and I, thank you. <laughs> I remember those days where, and I'm not far from where I used to work, but I remember driving in the snow and I have a Mini Cooper, like that's my dream car. Like I have a Mini Cooper, but. Driving in the snow, it's not as crazy as it seems because I remember before I had, like years ago, before I got my license, I was just like, I don't know how you do this. Like, how do you keep the car straight? What happens? What do you do when you slide? Like, you know, you start to freak out, like what's going to happen. But literally, yes, it is a possibility that your car may slide, but the goal is to not like overreact to it because that's when you overreact, that's when you lose control of the vehicle. Sometimes you just got to let it, you know, don't go fast. And just when it starts to slide, you just keep the, you know, the car's going to turn a little bit, but don't like counteract the turn. Once you do that, then you start going like this. Yeah. <laughs> start going
0: yeah. Kind of freaking out. Your body's jerking. Yeah. I totally get that. So that's yeah. really cool though, that you, you left your job and you're going to be doing your podcast full time. Uh, so mm-hmm. what's really cool is you, so how is, podcasting evolve for you over the years
1: oh wow um I think for me it's I think I'm right now I'm in a process of kind of like narrowing down like what I really want from it you know Uh, you know you kind of touched upon something that I thought about where it's like you you start the podcast like a couple years ago whatever and then it starts to kind of change a little bit because you change, right? Like we don't always stay as a constant. So it's like, I'm I'm in this crossroad where it's like, yeah, I am battling the quote-unquote social anxiety, but then I'm like, is it still there? Like, Mm -hmm. is it still there? But then I'm like, it can be, you know? But I think, you know, as a, you know, we're all creatures of habit, but, if I I know that for me, if I stop podcasting, I won't interact with people. Hmm. I'll just stay to myself because that's my natural core. Like I'll just kind of become a hermit and just video games all day and read and consume knowledge. And I won't interact with people. That's like my default. So it has evolved for me because I, I know I still need to do it, but I think I'm diving more into the element of creativity. Like anyone that has seen my show, like I've changed my bio so many times, (laughs) like, (laughs) like every couple of years, I'm like, this show is about this. And then I change. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is what it's about. And it just keeps changing. Yeah. But, um, I think now I'm, I'm really focused on creativity and, that's what I'm kind of bringing out because I've realized something that I, I, I think I've been learning it, of course, like, uh, as far as like within the people I've been meeting and within myself, that everybody's creative, every human that exists is creative.
0: Absolutely. And
1: we just have different ways of fostering that creativity. and And that's where it has evolved for me because now, the type of guests I used to have would be primarily actually musicians that were men. And now I'm starting to dive into, for example, like I'm speaking with you, I'm now interacting with more podcasters. You know, I used to just focus on like men artists and, and like visual artists. Now I'm talking to other types of creatives to really show how wide of a range it can be.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. You mentioned about changing it up, you know, the bios and everything. Like I've been recently doing that with my business. Uh the podcast for me has always remained the Ooh. same just because um it's Ooh. always been a about freedom and t- freedom to talk about anything and everything. And my guests have ranged
1: absolutely from,
0: you know, my mom to uh a bankers in San Francisco. Awesome. Yeah. So doctors, therapists, viewers, um, you know, bar hopping people. (laughs) Like I, I just, I'm very interested and curious about the human spirit and the journeys we all take, you know, individually. So that's just always been a thing of mine since I was a kid. And the podcast has allowed me to get on and make these video calls like, Hey, who are you? Like, you know what I mean? that invisible phone line, like who's on the other end? And what are you yes. doing right now with your life? I'll tell you what I'm doing with mine. Like, it's so cool yeah. the way this technology has allowed us yes. to connect like that. So I absolutely,
1: I you, you really made a great point.
0: I'm just full of great points. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, brush your shoulders off. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it. Yeah, but like, absolutely, like, that's what I love about the internet, because it's so funny, like, I, I speak to people that feel differently about the internet, like, I have a friend that's like, the internet is just like, the root of all evil, and I'm like, it, it can be if you look at it that way, yeah. but it also could be this beautiful thing, like, think about it, you can literally just call up somebody in South Africa and not pay a billion dollars to make that call. right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like you can speak to anybody, anybody like think about what the internet is like on like even like I was like thinking about this the other day I'm like look at Facebook, right? Or look at our phones. Even if somebody speaks a different language, you can speak to them.
0: yeah literally
1: yeah it'll translate it for you. Yeah And to me that is such a beautiful thing because if anything what humanity needs is connection. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. we all, we all want to do that. We all want to connect, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and what I think too,
0: is there's this, well, I mean, maybe you can talk about this too, is the anxiety, the social anxiety that we get, we get it in person. And we also get it through technology too. There is, there are people that want to reach out, but then there's these fears all of a sudden. And I mean, I know like, you know, a lot of you, I have them, a lot of people don't think I do, but mm-hmm. I, I've got them. I don't, they're not as strong, but they'll come to me and I'll be like, mm-hmm. you know, but some people like for you, right. I think you mentioned like, you're you're doing this specifically to help you get through that. And that's
1: that's very commendable. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's an everyday practice. Like it, it'll come to the point where sometimes like I don't even want to leave the house. I, I don't even want to leave the house. And I'm like, I have to, do that. Like I actually got to a point where I was just like, all right, I need to, like, I was trying to stay in my comfort zone. I was like, okay, only get jobs where you can work from home. Like when I quit, I was like, okay, I need, you know, another source of income. So only find jobs where you can work from home so that you can, use Instacart to get your groceries. Just don't leave the house. Yeah. Like you don't need to go anywhere. Just stay in your little tiny cocoon and be safe. And just and just do you go to school online, everything you talk to people online. Like I was trying to do that. I was like, no, Stacy, you need to do something else. So I actually I do Uber Eats. So I do that and although most deliveries now are like leave at door, but I still have to interact with people because I gotta go into the store. Right. I have to, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I gotta, I gotta pick something up. I gotta let somebody know like, oh, this is missing. Mm -hmm. Like I have to do that because if I, I know who I am and if I don't, I will literally go back into the hermit state and I will never grow. Who wants to stab me? You know, that's, that's, that's not safe. That's not safe for, for human growth and development.
0: How long have you had your social anxiety?
1: Since I can never remember. Like To the point where I remember my mom telling me a story. She's like, "When you were a baby, like," (laughs) she's just like telling me these things. I'm like, "Oh man, has it been that long?" Um, She told me a story where uh, somebody, you know how like people come up to, you know, kids like, "Oh, they're so cute" or whatever. We were in the grocery store, and I guess I was in the shopping cart, and somebody was like, "Oh my God, she's so adorable!" And I just freaked out, just started like screaming, and another instance um i remember i was actually thinking about this today because i was reading a a book do you know who gary bishop is no oh he he's an author he does a lot of self-help books he's like he has he's like scottish he he has wait am i can i curse on here wait is it the one that says uh something fuck okay see i was asking if i can curse on here but you already did all right so yeah Yes, that's him. Unfuck yourself. I'm reading that right now, actually.
0: Okay, I have. I don't remember people's names, but I remember the name of the book. Yeah, I'm actually reading it. I listen to Audible a lot, so it's the audio book that I'm. That's exactly what I was.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Well, just say fuck. I know it's coming to mind somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he has. I just finished his book today. Um, uh, talking about stop that shit. Right. (laughs) It's about self. uh, sabotage. Yeah. Right. But, um, to go back to your original question, I forgot why I m- mentioned that, but, um, yeah, I, I, I've, I've been struggling it since I can remember. I've always had, I think it comes from like the self doubt and, you know, when people interact with you at a young age and like tell you certain things and for some reason you believe them and then you start to act in that reality because you can't see your own yet. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, it's been ever since I was a kid, literally. Yeah,
0: yeah. a lot of introverts often get mistaken for having social anxiety when they're just introverted. So there's a difference between the introverts and uh, social anxiety. And I've had, I've been an introvert. A lot of people don't know, I'm really introverted. I took like 20 tests and they all say I'm more extroverted, but I'm telling you, I I like to be by myself a lot. And yes. I think it's because yes. I'm so cerebral, so c- cerebral. Like I like to just think and think and and visualize, and I see patterns. And you know, I'm I'm not a genius, but <laughs> I, I think I've you are. always been like this. Where I think I think in words, and I see words and patterns, and and uh, and that's where I get my creativity from. But I have to be alone when those things happen for me, and. Right. Yeah. But the social anxiety that I sometimes get uh, is when I find myself being more introverted and not having that balance. So, you know, when you say, like, if I don't go out and go shopping or if I don't go or if I'm home all the time, I used to work from home selling cruises for like two years. I never even got, I wouldn't even get out my pajamas. I'd get out of my clothes to put on gym clothes, go downstairs Work out, come back upstairs yeah. in my apartment, change back into my pajamas after a shower. And that was my day for two years. It was ridiculous. Oh, I had to quit that job. Yeah. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> comfort, comfort, comfort. So where'd those two years go? That's <laughs> some yeah and then like somebody invites you to like a holiday dinner and you're like i don't have any clothes to wear is it a pajama party like (laughs) yeah 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 so you're to help you
0: so what you do for your anxiety like what are some of the things like if there's somebody Mm. out there struggling with anxiety social anxiety Mm. and they're not doing podcasting what are some tips that you can help them with like if they're listening
1: Oh, that's a good, that's a good question. Um, I think, you know, it's really about getting what's in your head outside of your head. So you can look at it at a different perspective, because I think something I've dealt with, it's, I didn't think I needed to write, Mm -hmm. you know, at one point, I was just like, look, I'll figure it out. You know, it's like, you know, just like how you said you're cerebral. I'm exactly like that. As far as where, let's say something happened a couple of days ago. I'm trying to understand that, mm-hmm. right? So that's cycling in my head, and I'm and I, I'm very visual. So it's like I'm pinpointing all of the moments, like what could have happened there, what could I have done differently? It wasn't the other person, wasn't me. Now something else will happen. Now processing that, so then you're stuck because you're processing so many things. Yes. So if you find yourself very anxious. It's really about getting outside of your head, because that's what really anxiety is. It's not being in the now. You're, you're not here. You're in the past or what you perceive as the past. So writing is a very good thing to do, to write, have a journal, whether it's online or in a notebook. I have so many journals. Even I have like my voice recorder, I, I will record like notes on it to myself and I'll listen to it back later. Like, you know, a while and I'll be like, wow, I didn't know I felt that way. Um, also like meditation is, is great to get outside of your head. I know a lot of people, some people are like, oh, meditation, I can't do it. It's too hard. Meditation's whatever you want it to be. Like my mom meditates by crocheting. You can go on walking meditations. It doesn't have to be sitting in one position and just breathing. It can be that, but it's really what you feel you can do where you're all in it, whatever it is, you know? So like I've done walking meditation where you're just like going for a walk, listen to music, just do something to get outside of your head from like the Mm over-processing. Yeah. But those are some things that, that I've done.
0: Wow. You know, those are really good tips and they're actually things that I do myself. I love that you mentioned the recording. Uh, I, I Mm -hmm. don't do that. The podcasts are more Mm -hmm. my recordings, but that's a great idea because then you can listen to yourself, talk about, you know, talk something through kind of like a therapy almost. And then you can listen for yourself, which I like that. I do journaling, uh, from one Gmail to another Gmail and okay. what I do is when I go into the Gmail that I've collected all of my journals, uh, emails. Okay. So each subject is, it says the date in parentheses, where I'm at the location. And then the title, like mm. podcast day or something like that. And then I start off with dear Helen, maybe I'll attach a few pictures, but the cool thing is when you go on the Gmail cool. and I know this is just like online journals, I know they got websites like that, but all you do is a search like of a date from two years ago, that date pops right. up, boom, you know exactly what you're going through two years ago and you can see if you've changed, if you've evolved or if you're stuck in the yeah. same patterns very quickly.
1: I really like that idea. That's actually really cool. I wouldn't even have thought of that, but <laughs> well, yeah. that's, it, it's, a, it's good to reflect. It's just, you don't want to like relive it. You know what I mean? I think that's the tough part. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh crap, I'm doing the same shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and what you said about being, you know, not being in the now, and I was—that's really important to to talk about that because I think you're right. You know, even when you were talking about it just now, I was thinking of when I was getting anxiety on the mountain, and you know, the fear of like falling off the mountain, and and. I was, I got stuck in this, this fear and I started thinking, what was that about? Like, mm. is it something that I went through as a child? Is it a dream I had that's instilled this fear? Again, that's from the past because in the present yeah. moment, we were safe. We were going at the mountain. It was super beautiful. And you were exactly right. right. I had to get out of the mind and into like the nature of what right. I was seeing. So yeah, it was a really good right. point.
1: Right. Like we're human, right? Like we're, if you think about our history of existence, we, we try to, we want to live. Our core is to survive. So when we are in situations that are not necessarily quote unquote safe, of course, you're going to think like, oh my God, I could trip and fall. That's, that's a reality. Yes. That, it that is possible. However, <laughs> is it happening right now like are you falling are you tripping you know what I yeah. mean yeah definitely but I think you know that I think that's what makes different humans different because some humans they acknowledge that but they don't stare at that too yes. long like the tripping the falling like Good every point. human knows that ice is slippery but then some humans go great let me put my skates on you know what I mean yeah some humans go
0: oh hell no I'm not
1: touching that <laughs> right right <laughs> Yeah. And that's
0: often me a lot of times where I'm saying I'm not touching that, but then I'll, it's my spirit's so big. It's like the hell we're not, you know? And, and it's like, I got this yeah. shove from behind me that just pushes me on the ice and I'm like, Whoa, here we go. You know? And that's, yeah. you know, that's how I know my spirit is much larger than, than my fears for sure. So oh, I it yeah, because you did it. Yeah. I got to ask you, what's your sign? Are you in a Zodiacs?
1: I, I am in a sense. Yeah. Now, you know, you have to guess now, right? <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess three. Let's see if I'm right. Okay. Okay. Virgo. Nope.
0: Okay. I got two more tries. Taurus. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I there knew it.
0: I knew it was one of those three. One of, the, my
1: third one was going to be Scorpio. <laughs> oh no, no, not a Scorpio. I, I, it's so funny. Like technically when I used to look into Zodiacs like that, like they were like, you need to get with a Scorpio Sagittarius. And I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. So I ended up with a Leo. Oh, I'm with a Leo too. <laughs> <laughs> what side are you? Virgo. Okay. Balance. Got it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I like Leo. Leos are cool.
0: Yeah, they really are. I, I knew you were, I, I said, she's got to be a Taurus. Or a Virgo, or Taurus, or Scorpio, and because those three, they're they're lined in, in very, I mean, they line in in so many things they have in common. And I just kept seeing things. I was like, okay, but I was right. really hoping you were a Virgo. I was like, come on, <laughs> the Virgos guys, need you. you
1: Twin, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, when you guys are having a recruiting party, let me know. <laughs> and we'll take uh (laughs) Stacy yeah we're nominating for you for kickball come on let's go we heard (laughs) that you're you like to be grounded and you're like ambitious
0: (laughs) (laughs) so you said uh did you mention you're going to school too
1: you said you're going to online no I'm not in school but if you if you well I mean I was just saying that as like um if I were to. Mm-hmm. That was my comfort zone, like to stay in that cocoon. But no, nah, I'm not in school. Unless you consider YouTube school, then I'm in YouTube university. <laughs> I haven't graduated yet though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in school too. I read books. That's cool enough for me. I'm book smart. I can say that. Book and exactly. Mark.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can see, that's where I get like challenged a little bit with the street smarts. Like I'll be like, wait, what? Like what happened you know i need a little help there
0: (laughs) yeah well it sounds like you're doing a lot to help yourself already i mean you're reading really good books um i mean books are so helpful because they really especially if you're cerebral it makes you think and you're like okay and it keeps repeating in your mind when you do come to those obstacles like hey we need to do this remember what you read you got to do it yes
1: yeah it's i think that's the the trick there it's like For me, I I had to, you know, acknowledge to myself that I'm addicted to knowledge, like I'm addicted to consuming knowledge. I will literally and it's attached to my anxiety in a sense, because it's like I I'm staying in one place in a safety zone in the house, reading and not interacting. You know what I mean? So I have to, like, balance it. So I had to acknowledge, you know, after I when I When I finished reading uh, Gary's book, I was just like, damn, like there's so many things that attach me to this cage I've built, the cage of safety. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, dang, like I got to get out of that in a sense where it's balanced. Like I could still do those things, but not like stagnate in it because then I won't get to my next version, which is the image of self that I desire to be. You
0: know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, sometimes for me, and I mentioned this a lot in my podcast and I think about it a lot. I'm a lot like that where I'm hungry for knowledge and I'm constantly reading or constantly looking at things or constant. And I think it's just because we're curious. We're still, we got that curious uh, child in us that still wants to learn and we're hungry. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's, it always reminds me too. And I, I was just talking about this and how You know people who didn't make it from yesterday to today like let's just say they're gone they've you know they're gone their life is Mm -hmm. over their their game has ended and Mm -hmm. now we're still here we're still in the game right and i have that opportunity Mm -hmm. to say okay i want to do something for them i want to do something that they didn't get to do you know these specifically children who didn't get to to my age you know this level in the game i get to live a little bit for them so i try to mm-hmm. push myself a little bit extra hard and that's the fire underneath my ass that helps me move past my fears and i think that's what's helped my spirit mm. grow so so large is thinking about all those mm. small spirits that didn't didn't get to make it and i'm my spirit's like a like a big mom all right little spirits come on i'll mm. take you in and we'll just live a little mm. bit more you know
1: I think that's beautiful to to kind of be a, a vessel I guess right, I would vessel. say mm-hmm. for for people that weren't able to get to this part you mm-hmm. know what I mean it's it's kind of why you know I don't know if you know who uh David Goggins is oh yeah oh yeah David yeah Goggins. he yeah he um oh, man I yeah, I think he was a U.S. Navy SEAL, if I'm correct. But uh-huh. he, I think, uh, what was it? I haven't read his book yet, but I know my it's girlfriend It's called is Can't Canadian, Hurt Me?
0: Like, can't Hurt Me? Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's reading that book now and she's telling me a lot about it and, and how I believe a friend of his, I think, had passed. And he went and ran this marathon with like no prep. And he probably could have died. He could have died, but he did it because of what it meant to provide for this family of, yeah. of somebody that he served with. And in a sense, you're you're doing a similar thing because you're like, well, maybe this person or this child didn't get to do this thing. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna step outside of my fear, step outside of my anxiety, and go do that thing because this is something that they, I wish they would have experienced. Right. You know what I mean? I think that that shows how remarkable you are. And, and I think that's a beautiful thing.
0: Well, thank you. I, I think that it's ancestral too. When when mm. you tap into your ancestral, you know, blood and uh, the sacred spiritual guides, which I, I think, you know, um, more on the indigenous side of where I'm at. And even when I, so I've been to quite a few countries and I've seen the mm. way that they all connect with their ancestral lineage. And mm. um, I mean, I've been to Mexico, I've been to some reservations, I've been to Africa, I've been to oh, you know, Italy and I got to spend okay. time with the people there in each place. And I got to see ceremonies, I got to see rituals, I got to be part of them. And one thing I realized uh, almost all of them had in common was that they honored Ooh. their dead by living alive, more alive for them. And that to me felt like when you do tap into that, then you, it, it's more meaningful. And I think that's what, I mean, Absolutely. you can, anybody can terminology how they want it. But for me, that's the, the visual of it. Yeah, so I teach it to my son too. That's beautiful.
1: Awesome. Oh,
0: young son. How old is he? (laughs) He's 21. He's in the Air Force. What?
1: I was not expecting you to say that because I'm like, Helen's probably like my age. She's like 30, 35. Uh, You're 30.
0: Are you 30 or 35? That's a big difference. I'm
1: 30.
0: <laughs> I'm 35. Okay. Yeah, you're 35. Okay. So I just turned 40 this last summer.
1: Okay. Congrats. You know, thank 40 you. is just a number.
0: It's just... Yeah. <laughs> you look great. I'm now in the 40s club. I'm just saying you'll be there one day.
1: <laughs> no, but thank I will. You. Give me five years. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So he's, it's my son who actually told me to read David Goggins book. And I've been following uh, Joe Rogan for like, since his podcast started now, but it was, it was funny that my son is the one who was like, mom, you have to read his book. Cause I watched so many of David Mm -hmm. David Goggins YouTube videos that I was like, I don't need to read his book. I know his story, but the book was fascinating. It was, it
1: was really great. Yeah, that's something that's on my list to read. I, I read, it, it's so interesting. I read a lot, like a speed read, like a lot. Do you speed read? No, <laughs> but I read like four oh, books man. at one time. Okay, I, I'm going to consider that speed reading because uh, I do that too. I'll be reading several books and some people will be like, how do you remember where you're at? I'm like, well, some of them are, hard like books in my hand hardcover books Mm -hmm. and then some are on the internet or on like audible or iBooks you know what I mean and I remember speaking to this guy his name is Brandon Duff I actually met him in the uh it was like a mastermind challenge and he and it's so funny like I didn't even think of this and he was just like yo like speed read your books like on audible like or even on YouTube you could speed it up to like 1.7 speed, 2.0 speed. And I was like, well, my concern was, will I retain information? And you do, you absolutely do. I mean, it's really based on preference, but Helen, it's been so crazy to the point where I'll read two, three books or more than that in a week, done, it's done. (laughs) Mouth
0: drop, mic drop, everything drop, egg drop, Jeez.
1: I've never even heard about this. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spe- if you spe- like think about it, like you're reading, you-, you primarily use like Audible, right? Yes. Yeah, so when you go on Audible, you can click to speed it up. And it's really, like I said, it's based on preference. Like if you feel like it's too fast, slow it back down. But if you feel like I read at like a 1. 1.7, 1. 1.8, some people read at a 2.0 speed, but mine's like 1.7. And like, for example, like the book, um, uh, what is it? His name is Miguel Ruiz, I think. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, ma- uh, The Master of Love or Mastering Love or yeah. the
1: Four Agreements. Yes, yes, the Four Agreements. I read that book in two hours. Mm. You know what I mean? But if you, think of, if you think about that, I'm gonna like segue a little bit, but if you think about that, you can teach yourself depending on how you retain information the best way to retain is to use so when you for example like all these self-help books or whatever i'm trying to learn i'll speed read it but the goal is to implement the practice immediately because you will lose it you know what i mean like i read um books about self-discipline and the issue was i would read the book i sped read it i implemented the self-discipline and then I just like stopped like two weeks later and I'm like oh I need another self-help bloke it's
0: not working <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. yeah well but you gotta you gotta you gotta implement
0: I mean I'm reading the the book right now but I it's I've had it for, I want to say almost a year and it's probably the first time I haven't really tried Mm. to fast forward through something. And I think it's because, uh, to be honest, I've been kind of on this path my whole life. My mom had us reading Zig Ziglar or listening to Zig Ziglar when we were kids. And Mm. my whole life has kind of been a reflection of trying to be a better person. I mean, I'm not a saint by any means, but I definitely live my best life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm living my best life. And I always feel like, you know, I talked to my boyfriend sometimes and I said, it's strange when you're, when you're young and you feel like you've gotten everything you ever wanted. You've achieved everything you wanted. You're, you've got the life that everybody dreams of. You're doing everything right. And it's mm-hmm. almost like there's this slight boredom of well, what do I work towards next? What can I, what's, what's the next level and mm-hmm. also staying humble about it. And uh, mm-hmm. I read books like self-help books now. And I'm just like, oh, you, for me anyways, it's like, Oh, I've read that already. I, it's just a different perspective, but I've, I've not only read it, I'm living it. I've lived it already like 10 times over now. And mm-hmm so i me personally i'm at a whole new level where i'm just like well what is the next step and i it came to me uh, about 2 years ago and i went to another person and i said how do you feel about writing a book with me uh, so now i've got i oh, got dope. one i've already got one book out and um and i got another book out yes was, i saw
1: i'm like i got to yes. read that
0: yeah so now I'm at, so now we're writing our first self-help book. We're writing a book, a self-help book. Never in my mind I had to write one, but it's based on, it's called Protect the Throne. I hashtag it a lot. And it's what I talked about in my speaking engagements. It's what I talk about in my retreats. It's what I'm doing my course on. And I just realized maybe the next level is to not just read about it anymore, but also since you're already practicing it, talk about it in the way you have just in your perspective now. So maybe that's the next level. And it took me a long time to realize that Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to ever, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like I was judgmental about it. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to be in that category. And I don't want to be same thing with I was resistant to being a coach. I was like, I never want to be this person. Mm. And now it's basically coming to my lap and you know you know what you resist persists it's same thing mm-hmm. with things that are positive and good in your life if it's meant to be for yep. you it's going to keep knocking on your door until you open it
1: hell yeah and i have to say helen you are extremely blessed to be in that position because if you think about it some people choose something else like they'll commit suicide as crazy Mm -hmm. as that seems, but some people get to a point when they're like, my life is kind of done. Right. Yeah. Or I've been going through this, this is not going to change. And, and that's it. Or, you know, somebody could be like, well, they revert back to step one, Mm -hmm. you know, and then they don't grow. Yeah. So you had the wisdom to be able to be like, well, what is next? You questioned it. And you went against what you judged in the past. And now you're, you're now going to take that. Cause you know, my, my thing is, I believe that everybody has a language that's meant to be shared. Like mm-hmm. me and you could be speaking the same concept, but we're going to speak about it a different way. And that message is going to be necessary to deliver to a specific human. Yes. Right. So now, because you're now working with another person to now make this book, this book is going to be very important to share with a whole demographic of people. Yeah. That, that, that understand the way you put things. And somebody's going to be like, yo, Helen, like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, i read a lot of books before, but this, this one like really hit me (laughs) like that is a true huge blessing. Like congratulations on that.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, you know, you mentioned the suicide thing. Yeah. My brother, who passed early three years ago, he, he committed Mm. suicide and it was really devastating. It Well, Mm. you know, the thing is, is I I mean, even, you know, people who have success, even all of us, all humans are going to have some sort of trial and errors. Right. I dealt with suicide. Mm. Sometimes I still get suicidal to be honest, and that's a whole different topic, but these are my own personal demons I deal with and Mm -hmm. just like my brother had to deal with them he just lost his battle to to, you know with his own demons and Mm -hmm. i my books nothing sexier than freedom was going through the final editing process when it happened and wow i i almost stopped the whole thing and my family said no you gotta keep going with it so i pulled the book back and I decided to write one last chapter dedicated to suicide awareness and prevention and to my brother. And then I published Mm -hmm. the book. So, and it was really important that that happened that way. Cause it, it fulfilled the book, you know, of having sex jokes, you know, heartache, Mm -hmm. pain, but also triumph. And, you know, just everything you can think of. And what you were saying about how, People saying, like, oh my God, this book has helped me. That's happened to me a lot with nothing sexier than freedom. And
1: awesome.
0: you know, when you do these things, you don't you don't see it unfolding until you're years later and you're like, oh my gosh, it's making yep. its way. It's making <laughs> yeah. its way and it's it's amazing. It's kind of like you our podcast. It's yes. making its way around. And and what's wild, I was thinking about this too earlier today. I was like, <clears throat> When I, I don't know who, I think somebody posted a, um, posted something about people connecting with their podcasts and a ton of people, you know, commented on there with their podcasts. And I just happened to see something you wrote that I gravitated towards. And I, I messaged Mm. you, then you messaged me back. And that was the connection. And I said, we're going to do this. And I think that. That is so beautiful right there on how there's tons of people, what you were just talking about, that language. It happens over tech also.
1: Oh, heck yeah. Like, that's a like awesome point because that's the thing. Like, I, I will see that. That's the same thing that happened to me. I saw your energy and I was like, Ellen seems cool as fuck. <laughs> I was like, she seems like somebody that I can be myself around, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I saw it, it was your, your picture and I was like, okay, yes, let's do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so thank you. Seriously. Yeah. Thank you. And I'm so glad that the universe has brought us together because, you know, you know, for me, it's like, I know what it's like to, I think we all do. We, we all know what it's like to feel like we're not with our tribe. You know what I mean? Like everything, every move you make, every decision you make, your personality, everybody's just like, oh, you're weird. You're a nerd. You know what I mean? And when you start to, you know, you hope that you get to a point where you start to find your child. You know what I mean? You hope you get to a point where you can be like, look, this is how I feel. And somebody doesn't, be, doesn't go like, like devalue your feelings. You know what I mean? So I think with, you know, the internet, it's just a great place to find your tribe, you know,
0: for sure. For sure. In a, in abundance too. And so, Heck yeah. <laughs> all right, so um, we're going to be wrapping this up and I just wanted to ask you, do you have any, uh, things that you want to talk about or tell anybody about that you've got coming up or any podcasts lately that you suggest anybody to listen to? <laughs>
1: Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's really, my show is, it's a series. So it's really based on what title connects with you. Some people will listen and be like, wow, you know, the, the episode about holiday boundaries really got to me because, you know, it's important, you know, because I would usually get depressed around the holidays. I'm actually trying to like fight through it, you know, and, and understand it in a sense where I'm not becoming it again. So every year I usually get depressed around this time, you know? So if that's for you, then it's for you. But, um, upcoming things every Wednesday, I do waste off Wednesday on Facebook live. So if you follow me on at waste off podcast, I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes Yes, at waste off podcast. Um, and literally what that is, it's just like the inspiration for the midweek, and, and me just letting people know, like, what's upcoming on the show. Um, every Wednesday um, around 6 p.m., I, I try and post a podcast. Like, yesterday I just did a live podcast with Amira Shawnee's which is um, uh, a director, author. Um, and she d- focuses on, like, the LGBTQ plus community. But mm-hmm. it's about relationships. You know, she has a YouTube series, so I spoke with her yesterday. So if you go on to... Um, indie pods united there's great podcast on there and you'll be able to catch that live show and uh yeah just stay tuned every wednesday i interview somebody new and you know just learning about creativity learning about what makes humanity great because i do be, believe that humanity or creativity is the heart of humanity
0: absolutely so, so rad so rad i love it thank you so much <laughs> Oh, thank you so much, uh, everybody! Uh, I'll have Stacy's information in the show notes. Thank you so much, Stacy, for coming on. You are so much to talk to, and I definitely can't wait for us to do this again. Yeah, you gotta come on my. You know how
1: it goes. You gotta come on my show. <laughs>
0: All right, everybody, thanks for listening, Listening, and uh, we love to hear your reviews. Follow Hell of a Journey with 1L on Instagram, Sexy Freedom Media on Facebook, and uh, we'll catch you guys later. Thanks.
1: Want to hear more? Duh. Visit us
0: at SexyFreedomMedia.com.